Welcome to Sisters Not Saints, the podcast where we give real-life advice from the sisters you've always wanted. We, being two real-life sisters, Kristen and Megan, and two real-life sisters-in-law, Hillary and Zoe. Sisters Not Saints You might think they're saints, but they Some of them are sisters, two of them have sisters, but there's one thing that's for certain, it's their sisters Hey guys, welcome to episode one, two, maybe one, one and a half, one and a half. <laughs> We're not sure if the first one is a user or not. Oh, it's a user. It's a, a user or okay. a loser. Welcome to episode two. And if you've listened to episode one and you're joining us back for episode two, thank you. And don't leave us yet. <laughs> this is Hillary. This is Kristen. Zoe. This is Megan. Guys. I have to talk to you about something. Okay. No. I've had some very weird encounters lately. Okay. Shocking. Regarding tipping. Mm, me too. Tipping is a hot button issue, I feel like, especially in a post-pandemic world. I really want to hear this. Yes. Tipping with an iPad. I feel like it's happening everywhere. Everyone's asking. They're like, they're flipping the iPad over. Mm-hmm. They're asking me for a tip. Mm-hmm. But it's happened twice now where I feel like really weird situations have happened and I've gotten myself in pickles and I don't know how to get out of it. One was Henrik's birthday party and I went to pay at the end of the party. It was not a cheap party. It was like $500 for all the kids that went. So I went to pay and they flipped it over to me like they do and they said, okay, would you like to add tip? And I actually, no, actually they didn't have an iPad on this one. They just asked me, they said, would you like to add a tip for your party hostess? And I said, sure. And they said, okay, what amount? So get in your heads. Like, what would you have said in that moment? How long was the party? Two hours, 10 kids, 12 kids. I think at a kid's birthday party in that situation, if there's a teenager helping you at this jump place. It was a trampoline place. Then you should tip them. Absolutely. Okay, so they asked me for the tip. This teenage server had been helping us for two hours. Okay. 20 bucks as a tip. I was going to say 50. Okay. Hillary? But I would say 2025. Okay. I'm an over tipper. This bozo. You tipped 100. No. You didn't tip anything? I said, yeah, add 20%. That's 100, right? I don't even know the math. That's 100 if it was $500. Yeah. Yeah. It was about $100. The manager who was checking me out had to be about 22. She looked at me shocked like she had never seen someone leave such a huge tip. She was like, wow, really? And that's when I, in my head, was like, oh, God, this doesn't happen often. This is only me that's tipping 20% on a child's party. The the girl, I mean, she was great, but she didn't do anything. She, she just pointed us to our table. That was now, it. Now, this happened to me, remember, at the Botox place where... I specifically know because I went to a different Botox place the first time and they specifically told me we're not supposed to accept tips. You do not tip your medical providers. But then that's what happened to me. I got to this new place and they flipped the iPad and on the iPad, it was, this is what they said to me. You can tip if you want. You just say, no, thank you. Yeah, no, thanks. But no, I thank you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I did. I tipped 20% like a bozo and then I had to go back for a touch up. And again, was presented. But this time I was like, no, you're not supposed to be doing this. I know this. You know this. You're a con artist. Yes. And so I didn't. 
And then I scampered my way out of there and never went back. I agree with both of you. I think you should tip at a birthday party. I think you should not tip for Botox. But also when someone asks you that directly, it's very hard to say no. Right. But I had a tip experience where I got a smoothie from Mm. Smoothie Place here. And the girl, you know, they stand there and flip the iPad towards you. Yeah. So she flipped it and then proceeded to stand on her tippy toes and look over to watch me to see how much I put in. They're out of control. It was so awkward. And I always tip, even though prior to iPads, I would never tip just buying a smoothie somewhere. But now that they're there, I mean, those things do work. Mm -hmm. I will always tip. But I was so, it made me not want to tip. I was like, Mm -hmm. you can't watch me. It was so awkward. I know. It's voyeuristic. And it's like a guilt trip in a purchase. And the second experience I had was similar to yours. I drove through like a drive-through chicken place picking Mm -hmm. up a meal for my family. And they asked, they flipped the little iPad over Mm -hmm. and they said, you know, feel free to tip if you want. And I thought going through a drive-through, I get that you guys are working hard in there, but why do I need to tip 20% going through a drive-through? Tips have gotten a little crazy. I mean, I worked these jobs when I was a teen and no one was tipping. Is this what's going to get us canceled on our first episode? That no. we don't want to tip? That or we would like to tip white less. women complaining no. about tipping? Because I am an over-tipper if well, someone's serving me, but a drive through feels like too much. You're pushing me too far. Well, well the problem... Or someone watching you to see how much you tip. Or little white Rich girl. white girl getting her drive through and she can't tip the person making minimum wage. But I, that's the problem is we live in America and we don't pay our, pay our workers enough. That is the problem. Yeah. Right. Because I feel like this needs to be a higher up issue. Why are we expecting everyone going through the drive through to pay your employees? Also, people with the drive through make more money than I do. True. Mm. That's also your and, workplace. And, well, Hillary's no, it a is teacher. Issue. It is true. But that's what I mean. It's an and issue. Your, and your so parents it is do weird. Tip you. It is, they don't tip, tip you. Me, but it'd be weird you. if when the parents came to pick up their students, I said, You they, should. They sound on an that's, iPad and I had a tipping option. Mm-hmm. Tip. It just say tip if you'd like. Yeah. Tip if you'd like. Tip if, if you'd like. like. No Honestly, pressure. I should probably do it. Right. And I, I, bet, I bet people would do it. I feel like for the services I'm offering people in the world, I'm just going to start carrying a little thing, mm-hmm. flipping it around and saying, just tip if you'd like. Maybe I'm you should. start doing it after dinner or after I do yeah. laundry. Roll it out at home. Hand my husband, Peter, an iPad. Yeah. I didn't really want to insert myself into this conversation, mm-hmm. but I did tip the woman who broke off all of my nails at the nail salon the other day. And how, how much you did you tip her? said you didn't want to tip her. Oh, yeah. You wanted to tip her nothing. I also, was going to tip her zero. A rich white girl but complaining about tipping. For I, designer nails. <laughs> yes. I, I think that you have to still tip something. Well, the receptionist was watching me. Well, even if I wanted to put a big fat line. But you would say, have if why she wasn't you watching. Just, yes. You have to tip something. Because no. you didn't say. But you didn't say you had a problem. She, no. She... <laughs> She, she no, I, I was. I have a problem. I was you sitting know there. There's a problem if you break all of my nails. No, I was sitting there with you, and I didn't realize you had a problem until you turned to me and said, "She <laughs> cut off all my fucking nails." She didn't cut them off though. She ripped them off. Like yeah. you, were, you had a very good poker face, and left so them I don't think jagged. she knew. I was She's sitting there mysterious. almost in tears. But if you ripped someone's nails off, you would know. If you were the one doing it. Zoe said it hurt and she didn't say anything. I didn't realize what was happening. Like the the woman left her table and she turned to me and I was like, what's going on? Like I realized something weird was happening because she was like not going through the process that I go through to get nails soaked off. But I thought maybe this was something Zoe liked. (laughs) I'm very traumatized. (laughs) Are you going to go back? Never. Okay. Here's another question. I'm fine with that. Carry out food. When you call in a to-go order, 
How much do you tip there? I tip there. I tip there. I don't want to. I tip there. Yeah, I tip too. But what's the amount? 15, 20. I I say 10 to 15. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I say too. A couple bucks. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I've done some research on this. Wait, next, may I ask another personal question? Yes. Personal to me. Do you tip at Sonic? No. I don't. Never? I never I don't. You never have cash. No, you can tip on the machine now. Growing up, we went to Sonic every week and we always tipped, but my parents always had change and they always just like gave them. But you can tip on the machine now. I don't think you can because it doesn't give me that option. I, I don't oh, think that option. you can tip in the app. Mm. Right. Okay. So you don't. Okay. I used to work at Sonic. Mm. So you. But this was you back appreciate before. the Sonic tip. Yeah. Well, How much was, do you tip them? I will. Before they allowed me to order through the app where you can tip, I never had cash, so I couldn't tip, but that wasn't my problem because they made their credit card machine not accept tips. But Megan that- made a killing working at Sonic, by the way. Yeah. It was a good gig as a teenager. Mm-hmm. Did you have to wear the skates? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I skated all the time. Okay. Well, I have some research on this, and it says if you're picking up carryout at a restaurant and they turn around the iPad, how much do you tip? Mm-hmm. 43% of people said under 5%. What? Yep. For carry-out. For carry-out. Yeah. Carry that's about right. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Right. Yeah. So 22% said kind of what you guys said, 10 to 15. Mm. Only 8% said 20 and up. I mean, it makes sense because you you tip on a service, right? Mm-hmm. That's some Like if they're serving your table mm-hmm. or doing your hair. And I guess if it's carry-out, what are they doing? Well, they're still yeah. making it. They're boxing it up. True. But do the tips go and- to the people making your food? I yeah. think they do. Okay. I knew some friends in high school that worked at Royal Thai, which was a place similar to this, and they were telling me that they expected tips because of all the extra work they had to do. Boxing yeah, because it up yeah, they box it up, they okay. do all the garnish, running it from the back they, to the front, and that was yeah. the first I'd heard of it. But yeah. I think you are supposed to. Yeah. Okay, so what about um, do you tip at an ice cream or yogurt shop that scoops for you? I mean, I do now because of the iPads. iPad, yeah. But I did back in no, the day. I wouldn't have. I don't even even with in the iPad world. No. Mm. Ice cream? Mm. Scoop? No. The data on this is a lot lower. Scoop? Like only 13% said 10 to 15% tip. And most people, almost 60% said under 5%. So I think people are throwing in a dollar mm. and moving on. Wow. No love for the ice cream community. None. But mm. I worked in an ice cream store and I will tell you, those are some cutthroat customers. They are very mean. It's a very hard job. Your scooping arm becomes massive because your scooping arm. Yes, you get your bicep is so developed at the end of the summer, and you leave with ice cream all over your hair, your body. You smell like spoiled milk. It's disgusting. But, but weren't it, you also making a real wage instead of two dollars, five twenty-five an hour? But that was minimum that wage was minimum at the time. Wage. You yeah, it making, didn't go very far. Yeah, but you but are making two fifteen. If you're a teenager, I mean, like I worked at a grocery store mm-hmm. making minimum wage. I didn't get tips. Exactly, yeah. there were no tips. And every teenage job is like that. It's yeah. not. Fun. Well, that was and the good thing about Sonic because you got minimum wage plus tips, so you could make a killing there. Shout out to Sonic. Mm-hmm. I used to work birthday parties. Did you wear birthday parties? Yes, at a gymnastics place in New York, and I had to host them. And take the kids around and be the person jumping up and down, throwing a dance party. And am we I, got tips. Am I making this up or were wow. you Chuck E. Cheese at one point? <laughs> what? That was not one of your previous you jobs? Are 100% making that up. I can't imagine. None of us. Your aunt. No, 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 not her. There was somebody else recently who told me they were Chuck E. Cheese. I don't know anyone that's been Chuck E. Cheese. I don't well, know. our aunt. I mean, it's like, yeah, that's the only one. Okay, I really thought it was Hillary. You've got some Chuck E. Cheese energy. I could see, like, wearing a costume. and I feel like that's an insult. It does feel insulting. No, it's not insulting. Anybody can wear a costume. You've got real Chuck E. Cheese energy. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, not in that you're a rat, just that you like you're like lively enough to like put a costume on and like have around. kids follow you. It'd be a mascot. <laughs> yeah, you just said you put <laughs> a costume on and danced. No, I didn't put on a costume. Oh, I thought you said you did. No, no, just wore our work outfits. Your natural looks would scare a child, <laughs> unless you had a giant Big furry head on. Mascot. <laughs> <laughs> It does oh seem like gosh. a fun job, though. Like, I would like to do that. No, you wouldn't. Go do it. You've got time. I can put a blanket on your head right now, and you can do the rest of this podcast <laughs> as Chuck E. Cheese. Did you guys ever have showbiz? Yeah. Oh, my showbiz gosh. That was the, the best. best. I loved showbiz. Showbiz pizza. is way better than Chuck E. Cheese. The characters were better. The rides were better. The food was better. The vibe was better. The ball pits. Oh, my gosh. I don't know why that didn't make it, and Chuck E. Cheese is still here. But can we all talk about Discovery Zone, which was the premium experience as oh, a child? Oh, I don't think it was premium. It was definitely premium. I premium. Loved, yeah, Discovery Zone was pretty awesome. It was okay. It wasn't better than showbiz. It was way better than showbiz. Mm, that's a, I don't know. That's but showbiz Zone. had better games. You know, they had like ski ball and whack-a-mole and then mm-hmm. Discovery Zone had the better play place. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's indisputable. I have a warning for everyone really quick okay. regarding monkeypox. And I'm not going to get into monkeypox and what is happening. I just read that you're not supposed to try on clothing without washing it first right now. And I, I can't did, do that. And I have. What could be a monkey pock? If you well, give me a pimple in the room, Are you sure? Together. Right. But also, yes, I do know this because it's a big deal in New York and the costumers. Wait, doing fittings, returning clothes. Is monkeypox really a thing? Yeah. yeah. Who just declared it a, a global, global emergency? emergency. But also, the, I need to send you something about the, this. No, don't send Hillary anything. Also, <laughs> it's okay, I can help her. Um, it doesn't. Nothing really lasts on clothing, like. Okay. Viruses aren't really spread? staying on clothing. They Nothing wants this, to survive on clothing. I just need to know, is this going to be another global pandemic? Are we shutting down? There's a WHO basically said it's a global emergency and schools are not prepared for it. I read that yesterday. And then they were like, don't try on clothes. And then I put this on without washing it. And mm. then this. So. Mm, you've got monkey Check pox. back next week to see if I have monkey pox. Okay, so I read this crazy thing this week on Instagram that I want to share with you guys because it made me laugh out loud. Japanese city alarmed by biting, clawing monkeys that snatch babies. People in southwestern Japanese city of Yamaguchi have come under attack from monkeys that are trying to snatch babies, biting and clawing at flesh, and sneaking into nursery schools, according to reporting from the Associated Press. The attacks on 58 people since July 8th are getting so bad, Yamaguchi City Hall hired a special unit to hunt the animals with tranquilizer guns. They're not interested in food, so traps are not working. But there's just monkeys going around... Stealing babies. Oh my Japan. God. Stealing babies. Where yes. they look how creepy that picture She's is. She's showing a picture of a monkey peering through a window at a, I guess, a store. Like a nursery baby. school. Like a nursery school. Oh like God. looking for them. Could you yeah. imagine having to explain that to parents? Right. Oh, they go pick really up their sorry. children. Um, your child was picked up by a monkey today. But could you please tip me on my iPad? <laughs> <laughs> the parents that didn't don't, get their kids don't snatched. Don't feel the need to tip today. <laughs> It says the monkeys are not interested in food. They have targeted mostly children and the elderly. They are so smart, they tend to sneak up and attack from behind, often grabbing at your legs. When confronted by a monkey, the instructions are do not look them in the eye, make yourself look as big as possible, and back away quietly. But can you imagine if you looked out the window of your school and just saw monkeys trying to steal children? No. There goes your outdoor playtime. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talk about monkey pox. Well, anyway. Ouch. So that wraps up the banter. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, the banter beat. Grandma Let's get serious. The banter beat. We have some real work to do. Let's buckle down and offer some advice. Okay, that was fun. But Zoe brought us a lot of good questions today, and we're nothing if not good advice givers. All right, the first question. Roll it on out. Okay. <laughs> what? I'm so nervous and excited. Okay, the first question seems like a doozy already. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, here we go. I need some marriage relationship advice. Years ago, my husband and I separated. In the meantime, I had an affair with his uncle. Mm, the uncle was married into the family. So it's not technically blood. His blood uncle. Blood it's uncle. his uncle by marriage. Yeah, right. Okay. okay. I've avoided said person for the last two years. Well, we recently run into one another at a few family functions. And when I try to avoid him, he finds me in front of other people. He was touching my leg higher than it to be no big deal. So he went too high with the, right. the touching. But why would he touch your leg anyway? It gets worse. Walked up behind me and groped my breast. Oh, That's no. inappropriate. And even offered to pay me For certain services. Oh, my gosh. Now, my husband knows about the affair. He did his own thing during the separation also. With the aunt? (laughs) (laughs) Keep it in the family. Spoiler alert. But do I tell him about tonight? I know this is someone I've had relations with, but I want him to just leave me alone. Any advice? Yeah, I have so much advice. Wait, wait. Let's summarize that. Okay, so... Her and her husband were separated. Right. It sounds like there was a known separation. Mm-hmm. They, they each had ag- affairs. They each agreed to do their own thing. She had an affair with a, an uncle that was married into the family, not blood related. And the husband also had an affair. Yes. They yeah. agreed to come back together. And I don't. The hu- and the husband knows that she had an affair with the uncle. I want to know about the uncle's wife, the uh, aunt. They're yeah. still married. If he's married into the family, well, I want to know about the husband's reaction when she found when he found out that. This happened with, with his uncle. uncle. Okay, yeah. but also two years later, he's now groping her and functions. offering to pay her for it services. Sounds like this guy is just a real creep. Yeah, I would like to know if the aunt knows. I would assume not, mm-hmm. but I think definitely her question was, should she tell her husband? And I think yes, absolutely. Especially if he knows that you guys have had a relationship, you tell him what's happening. Tell him you're not reciprocating. And I do think her question. I think if I'm hearing it right, she was saying. Should I tell him? I know we've like had relations. Like she's kind of blaming mm-hmm. herself, and I don't, it doesn't matter if you've had relations or not, right. or even how recent they were. So groping is groping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like the relations previously were consensual. At least this sound, this is not consensual, right? Yes, touching someone's leg anywhere, but it's moving high up the leg and then groping someone from behind. That's definitely not consensual. And no. yes, I would tell the husband, and I would confront the guy. And also yes. not be around him anymore. Yeah. Although, I, I mean, that's kind of hard if he's at family events. I feel like you need to possibly consider having a conversation with the aunt. Because if it's happening to you, how many other women is he groping or right. offering services? Well, or at the very least, the husband needs to talk to the uncle and just say, you've got to talk to your wife about this. And back off. Uh-huh. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like the aunt 
definitely needs to know, but that would be, if she doesn't already know, pretty shitty to be like, hey, by the way, two years ago I slept mm-hmm. with your yeah. husband and... And I'm your he- niece. Okay, but what That's would you weird. do if it was your husband and someone came to you? Like, would you want to know? Right, would of you... Of course! Oh my God, yes. If so you're, if your husband was out there groping people, you'd want to know? Of course I would! Why okay. would you not want to know? That's Some my brother you're talking about. <laughs> he can grope all he wants. <laughs> no, I would also want to know. You would want to know too? And I would tell Hillary. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. would Peter, tell Hillary. If you're know. listening. Absolutely. Don't I would want to know Stop groping too. people immediately. I'm on Hillary's side. But there are women out there that don't want to know. Also, let's put a disclaimer that Peter does not go around groping people. No. We wouldn't even use him as an example if we thought he was doing that. It's really Kristen's husband that we're worried about. <laughs> All right. So I think that wraps that up. Hope that's helpful. It's a really tricky spot you're in. Yeah, but get back to us. Please let us know if the aunt knows. Yeah. If the aunt knows, and then if you do tell your husband, and if your husband then confronts the uncle. Don't be around him alone. No. Yeah, definitely. No. All right. The next question is not nearly as scandalous. Need advice about what to wear. I have an interview Mm. coming up. It's been years since I've had an interview in person. I was recently laid off for my loan processing job that I had for five years. What do I wear? The interview is for a leasing manager and apartment complex. Do I wear a nice summer dress with wedge sandals or go the more traditional route? Black slacks, black high heels, and a nice top, and possibly a black blazer jacket. Is that too formal? Help! So, Zoe, I'm going to request you take the lead on this one since you're our resident fashionista. I sure am. And please don't wear open-toed sandals to an interview for any job. Zoe's job is all about dressing people, FYI. I want to hear your fashion advice, and then I want to give the advice I would have given as a recruiter. I worked in talent acquisition for 15 years. So I want to hear if it can mm. if we contradict each other. I think what she wants to wear is perfect. I think black pants and nice black heels or Can't flats wrong. Yeah, are always perfect for an interview. You can always overdress for an interview. You don't want to be underdressed. And mm-hmm. I think for what's the job she wants, a leasing manager, that's perfect. Just for perfect, the job you want, perfect, not the job perfect. you have. I don't think it's too formal. Other tips from a recruiter. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I agree. Never wear open-toed shoes. Mm-hmm. And I also would skip the summer dress. Sometimes those really floral, like vinyl, polyester, maybe vinyl's not the right word. <laughs> You're showing up <laughs> in a some vinyl them, I'm telling you, some people show up in some very flashy clothes. Like polyestery, very vibrant patterns. People remember that more than they remember you. So I would stick to very basics. Black pants are always good. Dresses are good too, as long as they're corporate-y looking. Yeah. Like a very simple. Yeah, you need to have bought it at Banana Republic. Limited. And Taylor. Loft, maybe. Yeah. Something like that. A pencil skirt with a white shirt tucked in is always good. A black pump. I mean, oh, and no smells. No, like, really strong fragrances. Right. That gets people eliminated more than they know. Definitely. Definitely. Uh-huh. Nobody wants to hire the smelly person, even if it's a good smell. It's just over... You can't even mm-hmm. think during the interview sometimes. Yeah, true. So Definitely. I think it turns... Like, unintentionally, they just shut down. And they, they're not even hearing you anymore. I well, agree. good luck on our, your interview. I yeah. hope you get it. Yeah. Keep us posted. Zoe did dress me for my recent job interview, and I got the job, so... So always trust Zoe. All right. The last question is my former best friend. Breast Breast friend? friend. (laughs) Breast friend. My former best friend is slowly phasing me out, but Mm. I don't know why. She has kids, but I don't. And she's married and I'm not. Is this enough to replace someone with a new friendship? Well, that seems very harsh. It sounds very sad. The way it's written. There's not detail. It just sounds really like emotional. Well, it just sounds very harsh to go from she's 
ghosting me, should I just replace her with someone else? No, I oh, think was that the question? I think her question was, is that enough? I think she's wondering if there's more oh, to like, is it enough? Out. Okay, because she's saying she's got children. I don't. Is like, that, is that the to... problem? Yeah, she thinks her friend is phasing her out. Because she doesn't. Okay. She doesn't she's know why. If that's all it is. Okay, I thought she was saying, is say, this enough to find a new friend? I think, I think a couple things about this, because I have friends that are not married and don't have kids, and I am married and have kids, mm-hmm. and I feel like there's been tension sometimes because of that or that it sometimes is maybe a little awkward if I hang out with my friends who are married and do have kids Mm -hmm. and maybe they're not included but Megan and I never complain about that I say I feel like you were looking at me about you two but we're also facing you out and we formed a new group a new alliance exactly that's okay we don't need you guys um but that is definitely not a reason to face someone out so i would say it's one of two things either first she's facing you out for another reason (laughs) most likely yes or she's not facing you out and it's just that your lives are really different and she's got it is hard when you have kids and a family you get caught up in school and extracurriculars and a million things and you don't mean to make your friend who you maybe formerly spent more time with to make them feel left out. It just happens. It just happens. It's just life. Yeah. And they probably most likely don't even realize it because they're just on a different schedule mm-hmm. and busy and still want to be friends. And maybe you could just. Well, and I feel like once mention. your friends have kids as someone who doesn't have kids, you kind of have to just be chill about also integrating into the kids lives. Because if you're not, then that just leaves opportunity to be left out. If you just want to have a one-on-one friendship with this person, there's moms just don't have a lot of opportunities for that. Yeah, I like all my friends' kids and I'm happy for them to come anywhere that we go. Exactly. And when they're like, oh, I can go to brunch without my kids, I'm like, oh, really? Right, exactly. But I wanted them there. (laughs) So how does this person find out what the issue is so that there's not some weird breakup? So I'm always very direct and I think the best course of action is to just ask. I I have a good girlfriend who's single not married and doesn't have children and we have talked recently about how we haven't had a lot of alone time Mm -hmm. and we decided hey let's pull out our calendars Mm -hmm. let's both look at a date that we're free and plan something and put it on there so that nothing else can come in the way and so i think if you asked like hey i miss spending time with you let's can you maybe can we pick a date where Mm -hmm. we could have a girl's night or go get our nails done and then see what their response is and then that would give you a good idea if they're trying to phase you out or not yeah i do like the idea idea. of planning something and putting it on a calendar because that does make it more real and if they keep putting you off after Mm -hmm. that then i think that opens up the door to ask to be like hey is there you know did i do something to upset you yeah yeah Yeah. and sometimes friendships just change and that too you can outgrow them and it's still okay you're not on bad terms you're just at different places yeah i agree what what else you got zoe that was it that was my last question okay now Mm -hmm. all of you take our advice and get back to us on how much it changed your life for the better. And let us meddle in your lives by sending us all of your juiciest problems or confessions. Yeah, we want to know all the weird stuff you do, yeah, too. What are you doing out there? What good questions tonight we got. Those were good questions. I Honestly, I can't imagine being in some of those situations. Honestly, it's, I can't believe we give such good advice to people. But then, like, how is this happening to people out in the real world? Like, I just can't imagine being separated from my husband, who I don't have one, but if I, the hypothetical husband, and then being like, hey, I'm going to go sleep with his uncle. It is an odd choice to make because you know it's going to get around in the family. You're not going to keep it secret. You know he's married. It does happen. I mean, I know people who've had affairs with 
family members. Yeah. Not direct blood families, but Mm. family members. Wow. Do they stay Mm. together? Not in the situation I know. Yeah. How would you? There's no like normal Christmas after that. All right, guys. Thanks for trusting us enough to send us those questions. We really appreciate it. We want to help you more. So hopefully you'll keep sending them. Yeah, those were great questions. Thanks. Very good. So be sure to follow us on our Instagram at Sisters Not Saints or go to our website, SistersNotSaints.com. We'll be back with you next week. Bye. Bye.